Alright, we have a full NBA pod tonight. Because let's just face it, the Yankees, even though they won the series against Baltimore, they don't deserve to be talked about after today. Uh, only scored 5 through 2. You'd think that'd be enough. And then they scored a bullshit run in the ninth, but they lost. So, currently, Lakers 46, 36 over the Pelicans. Pelicans just shot a 3. The Lakers not only have to win this game, but they need the Portland Trailblazers to lose. To qualify for something that LeBron says he wished didn't even exist. For something that he wishes someone would get fired for. When, multiple years ago, around 2016, 2017, around there, he said he wishes a playing tournament would, would be around. Now, he's obviously thinking of that for teams who aren't as good. You know, and, and maybe that's how they'll get in. But now that he needs it, that he needs the damn thing, you know, it's 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 funny that that he hates it because if if there's no playing tournament, right? That's why he's pissed. If if there's no playing tournament, the the Lakers are in. The Lakers are in the playoffs. LeBron's not playing right now. Anthony Davis isn't playing right now. And I hope the Pelicans push him. Pelicans push this team to the limit. And the next one today. Solidifying their slot for the fourth seed. You get some home playoff games out of the garden. So, James, as a Knicks fan, how excited are you to see playoff basketball next week? I mean, it's great. I mean, it's the first time that there's playoff basketball in the garden since 2013. It's been eight years since I've seen playoff basketball. And to have home court advantage... It's fantastic in the first round because they're playing against the Atlanta Hawks. I think that's a team that I think the Knicks can beat the Hawks. I think the Knicks can. I think the Knicks have have um, played much better defense. I think the Hawks are the more talented team. I think the Knicks are a better defensive team. And when in the when you're in the NBA postseason, defense does win championships. So I think the Knicks have a better chance to win the series. I think it's great that. Now that the percentage is lifted to thirty percent, it's going to be five thousand fans, and it's going to and it's going to feel like a like a like a really raucous crowd. It's fantastic. Knicks fans are excited, and and Knicks fans really need this because now you get to see a start of something special, and I'm really excited for this. Now, when the game gets tight, and Trey Young already dropped forty piece, you know. Who do you who do you want guarding him? RJ? Randall? Who do you want to stop Trey Young? I'd probably put RJ. I think R RJ is a stronger defender. I put RJ on him. That's okay. just my opinion. Now for the Knicks to even though we can all agree they're not gonna win the finals, but for the Knicks to go as far as they can, how much pressure do you think Julius Randle puts on himself in these playoff games? Well, he's put a lot of pressure. He's the leader. He's the captain. He's the heart and soul of this team. He's the guy that's gonna carry. He's the guy that's gonna carry that that the buck stops with him. So he's gonna be. Um, he's gonna be the one that's gonna put everything on him. I mean, he has not had a good. He didn't have a good game today, but you saw Alec Burks, you saw North Noel step up, but 
but it's going to be upon him to step up. And if the Knicks are going to go far, it's going to be on the shoulders of Julius Randle. Now, what will you say if Julius Randle plays like fourth quarter LeBron against the Mavericks? I'd be very disappointed. I'd be very upset. I mean, it wouldn't take away from his season, but I would be extremely disappointed. That means the Knicks would not go anywhere. If he starts playing like fourth quarter LeBron against the Mavericks and he has a complete meltdown, I would be furious. Now, what would you say if Julius Randle plays like LeBron against the Pistons, but the Knicks... Losing six to the Hawks. I still, I'd still be a little disappointed because if if, Le, if Julius Randle is playing like LeBron against the Pistons and he's just dominating, this yeah, he dropped him like no- he's he's averaging forty points at least. He he has a fifty point night. He's he's he's, uh-huh. he's doing everything flaw, flaws. He, he he he's making no mistakes. Then, then I'm disappointing the entire team because if Julius Randle's doing work, where's RJ? Where's Derrick Rose? Where's Alec Burke? Where's you know? Where's Quickly? Like where are like Julius Randle? Isn't LeBron where he can put the team on his back and win? Like somebody's gonna have to help. If, if, if that happens, I'm gonna still be disappointed because there should be no reason why you cannot beat the Atlanta Hawks in six games. No reason whatsoever. None. The Knicks should have no excuses. This is this ain't the Bucks. It's not the Nets. It's not the Sixers. If you lose to a team that's not any of those three teams, I will be disappointed. Now, even though RJ's the younger star, for me, the number two for the Knicks to have success has to be Derrick Rose. He has to average you minimum like like the least amount of points 18 per night you know he has to have a 30 point night in there you know approaching 40 night in there because if him and Randall are cooking then I think RJ Barrett can live with subpar nights he can live with scoring 15 he he can live with scoring 20. But if Derrick Rose don't show up, then R.J. Barrett has to show up. So who would you expect to show up more, R.J. or Rose? Derrick Rose, easily. Derrick Rose has been in the postseason. This is R.J. Barrett's first time. I think Derrick Rose is the key. Although R.J. is the guy that's getting notarized because he's using that he's that 2019 draft class with, um, with Zion and John Morant. Derrick Rose has to be the guy that's leading... That's leading the um, that's lead, that's leading the that's the second guy to step up for Rose. So it's to me the levels of importance is Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, R.J. Barrett. Okay, now we all know Julius Randle and Trey Young will be talked about the most this series. They'll they'll probably they'll probably be talked about at least sixty percent from 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 every side on ESPN. Who are your dark horse players from both teams, and why? I'm gonna start with the, I'm gonna start with the Atlanta Hawks. I'm gonna go with John Collins. I think Collins is a guy that no one's talked about. He's the second guy on the team. 
Um, he's a guy that, that can also provide defense and have offensive punch. He's a guy that's going to be Trey Young's running mate. And another dark horse, I'll throw in two for the Atlanta Hawks. The defense of, of um, the defense of Click Compella. Because just Ooh. like just just like the, the Knicks have a New Orleans Noel, Clint Capella is a guy that can also alter shots in the paint. And Derrick Rose likes to still get in the paint. So if you're looking for a person, I'm going to say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say um John Collins and Clint Capella are my two dark horses. And for the Knicks, I'm gonna say Alec Burke. Because Alec Burke is a guy that comes off the bench that can that can drop buckets for you. He's also into the offense, and I'm gonna say quickly because you know we all talk about Noel. We know Noel Noel is a um, is a rock, and we get it. But quickly is another guy that he's a rookie. He's had up and down. He's an up and down. Um, he's had an up and down season. Like there be times where he's just he's dropping like twenty nine or thirty points. They all have a game where he's only scoring five or six. If he can be a consistent threat, dropping threes, he can stretch the defense. He can stretch defense off his floater. Game is good. That's another person that I would keep an eye on too. So I got quickly and Burks for the for the Knicks, and I got Capella and John Collins for the Hawks. Now, if the Knicks do manage to get out of the first round, who would you want to see them play next? Well, they would have they would play the Sixers or whoever's the eighth seed, either between Boston or Washington. And if Washington ends up getting the eighth seed, I'd rather the Washington Washington Wizards pull up the biggest upset in the world, and and the Knicks play Washington in round two. I let's uh, let's let's dream here for a little bit. Let's say that happens. Let's say it's Knicks Wizards, round two. As a Knicks fan, are you now expecting Eastern Conference Finals? Absolutely, expectations change. It's no longer second round. We're happy. It's, no, no, your expectations are changed. Now it's you better get to the conference finals. Now, That's expectations. What if Knicks do get that? What if they get the Wizards? But the Wizards beat the Knicks in five. Disappointing. Disappointing season. Disappointing season. The season's not a failure because no one expected, in a totality, no one expected the Knicks to be in the playoffs. As a totality. But in the moment, that's a failure. To beat the Hawks and then lose to the Wizards, who you clearly are better than? Nah, bro. That, that is a disappointment. If the Knicks beat the Wizards and get to the Eastern Conference Finals, then that's where I expect the Knicks to lose. I expect that's where I expect the Knicks to lose, regardless of if, whether it's the Bucks, whether it's the Nets, whether the Heat upset the Bucks. If, if the Knicks somehow get to the Conference Finals, that is where I expect. That is where I expect the Knicks season to end. If somehow, some way, miracles happen. Now let's say Eastern Conference Finals. Knicks, Nets. Let's let's dream a little more. We've already dreamed two 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 past weeks of Knicks basketball. We're 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 getting a third week here. Nets winning six. Are are you upset that the Knicks lost? 
No, because I didn't expect the Knicks to go that far anyway. So, so e either way, if the Nets sweep the Knicks, like like blowouts every game, you're still not, you're nope. still not going to be disappointed. Nope, because the, the Nets are better. I expect the, 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 the Nets should should all should better blow out the Knicks. They're the better team. They have the better players. They have three of the top ten players in the NBA. Why should like they 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 it should not even be a contest. No matter how good the Knicks defense plays. The Nets are still better because they're still talented. Okay. That's why, like, whether the Sixers... But let's get to reality. Ultimately, the Knicks season will, in fact, end in the second round. And it'll probably to the Sixers. It'll probably be a five. It'll be in five. Like Ty said last time when he was on, when he was on our show, which, check out the episode, by the way, with us and Ty Butler. Um... The, the Knicks, ultimately, the ceiling is the second round. And ultimately, it will be over in about five games. And the, and it will be over. Because... So you're giving the Knicks a win. Turn. You're giving the Knicks at least one win against the Hawks. No, I'm talking about the Sixers. Why the Knicks? Why are you talking the about Knicks? the Sixers? No, if the Knicks, the Knicks will beat the Hawks in about in about six games. I'm giving the Hawks two games. Ooh. I I will give. I think the Knicks will win the first two games at home. I think the Knicks will. I think the Knicks will win at least at least one of the games in Atlanta. I think the Knicks will win a game. I think the Knicks will win. Will lose. Will win a game. I think Knicks will lose the game in freaking. Um, and they'll lose the game at home for closing out. And the Knicks will ultimately close out game six in Atlanta. So the Knicks will win in six in Atlanta, and they'll move on to the second round. The the Knicks will win in six games. So just from looking on ESPN, I see Tuesday. Charlotte at Pacers, Wizards at Boston. Then they have May 19th, Spurs at Grizzlies. And then Golden State, I guess, I guess Golden State would either play Lakers or who? Lakers or Golden State Lakers or, and then you'll have the Memphis and Spurs. So that means the real the real NBA playoffs, even though they may count these as playoff games, the the real NBA playoffs won't start because they got no game scheduled May twenty second, and, and that's a Saturday. So that so that means the real playoffs start what May twenty third, May twenty fourth. Yes, yes, sir. Wow. So so we have to wait a whole week of these things. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's uh, we gotta wait a whole week. Wow. That is that's exactly what we're gonna have to do. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait an entire week. So, but we get good, we get good, um, we get good content, man. Um, all um, this uh, NBA fans should be excited, man. Um. This is this is what we're more for. Like obviously, the regular season 
people say they care, they don't care, but postseason basketball is where it's at, man. Um, and I think that's fantastic, and I think that's um, I think that's something that we should be looking forward to. Now, so that would give, you know, the Knicks pretty good amount of rest. So if yes. if you're if you're if 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 I was Thibodeau, I would have the Knicks rest tomorrow. Rest them Tuesday. Make Wednesday optional. If if you want to come in to take shots, take shots. If you want to come in to take treatment, get treatment. Practice Thursday. Practice Friday. Saturday optional. Sunday. Team meeting. Team, you know, whether a team breakfast, team lunch, something like that. Just be together, and then. If they were to start the playoffs Tuesday, Monday, off day. Tell, tell your players, listen, don't do no physical activity at all. Just watch game tape. Just relax as much as possible. And then Tuesday, come get ready to work. If you're Tom Thibodeau, w- would you manage it the same or would you do it differently? Be similar like that. I think he's gonna. He's going to give. I, I. I know that. I know that these guys. They love to practice. They love to work. They love to grind. But I think Tibble's gonna make sure that they. They get. Our, they need to get rest because Tibble plays his guys a lot of minutes. Some Julius Randle leads the league in minutes. I think a rest day would be good for not only him but for the team because you want to get them absolutely ready. And I mean absolutely ready for that series. So I think, uh, I think what you're saying, I, I can see Thibodeau doing that because he's like, obviously he's going to, those practices are going to have very high intensity because when you're in the postseason, you have, you're going to be, you're going to be playing a lot of physical defense. But ultimately, I do think that that's what's going to happen. And I think that Thibodeau's going to get his boys ready to play. Now, if you're a Laker fan, Last year, you see a team win the championship. This year, you're either going to see them in a playing tournament, or you're not, or you're not going to see them till next year. Even even if they get into the playing tournament, if you're a Laker fan, would you see the season as a failure? The season's a failure if you don't win the chip. That's as simple as that. I mean, as of right now. Um, you're going to be in the playing tournament because Portland is all over Denver, seventy-one fifty-three. Bob's going to halftime unless Denver until unless Denver decides to make an all-out comeback. The Lakers are going to be in the playing tournament. If the Lakers Lakers don't win the chip, it's all it's, it's, it's well, 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 well. If Portland holds, the Lakers okay. are not in the playing. Just showed Portland's up over twelve points. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like, and for me personally, I kind of hope that Portland shocks the world and get to the NBA Finals because I, I do. I know it's not going to happen, but I am a fan of Damian Lillard, and I also am, I also am a fan of Carmelo Anthony, 
And I think it's a travesty that Carmelo Anthony has never played in the NBA Finals. Oh. To have him play in the NBA Finals. Jokic, Jokic shot the ball with five seconds left. Portland got the rebound. They ran the floor. The guy gets a wide open layup and misses it to end the half. They, they could have had a couple more points. That's, uh, that's so not it's 71 55 at half, and Lakers are leading the half over the Pelicans. Right, It's very close. This game. This game is very close. You know what? I would just love for the Pelicans just to beat them. Let the Pelicans beat them. Like, imagine the Pelicans beat them and, and the Nuggets have a comeback. Oh, my God. That that would be great. That would be fantastic. Now, I'm going to flip this in the Pelicans' side. You're not making the playoffs. You are Zion Williamson. You, you're seeing R.J. Barrett, your best friend, in the playoffs. John Morant is in the play-in game, but he has a chance to qualify for the playoffs. You're the number one overall pick, and you're don't and you're and you're not in the playoffs. How would you feel? Um, I mean, it sucks. He wants to win, right? But yeah. he can't. He he can't control what Timmy's on right now. He so so he can't he he can't control any of this. He's a young star. He's bound to make well over two hundred million dollars in his career as as long as he stays healthy. I mean, he's physically his body's getting attacked every night in the paint. So at this point, if I'm him, I'm 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 glad the season's about to come to an end. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get some well deserved relax. I'll I'll get to watch my boys in playoff basketball and uh get ready for next season. And try to, and try to recruit people. Try to make next year better, and uh, all that because you know if 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 you're the Pelicans, you gotta capitalize now. You can't you can't be in losing seasons once he gets two years from free agency, because then Zion will say, "Why would I stay here? We're losing." We're losing. I want to win. I, I, I want to win while I'm young and busting ass. So that's that's what the Pelicans got to work on. Because if, if you have winning seasons before he gets to free agency, he, he'll more likely sign an extension. But if you're playing like this and he knows when it's this time in the schedule, he's going to be sitting on his couch or, or plenty of vacations. You know, so that's 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 how I would do it. Um, if if I'm the Pelicans, quick, quick, quick winning window, and no no room for error, so they gotta be they gotta be very very careful. Um, you know, football football is still a little ways away, and baseball we're now getting in the thick of things. But NBA playoffs and and before we sign off, ho- hockey playoffs started. Tell tell the people about the hockeys. Ah, oh, well, we're starting off. Do you know that we have had so far three overtime games? 
We're going to start with last night. You got the Washington Capitals winning against the Boston Bruins 3-2 on a game-winning goal by Nick Bow, and they take a one nothing lead. And then now you're going to today, the Islanders underdogs against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, starting goaltender Simeon Varlamov out with an injury. So rookie goaltender Ilya Sorokin makes his playoff debut, stopping 38, stopping 38 out of 41 shots and lead the Islanders to a 4-3 victory in overtime. Then, nothing-nothing between Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury, where in the fir- in the overtime, you got you got Joel Erickson makes a makes a Joel Erickson EK makes a game-winning goal and he was the hero to win one nothing, upsetting the Vegas Golden Knights. And currently right now, Florida's up four to three with just seven minutes to go in the third period against the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. And this is the first ever meeting between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the floor and the Florida Panthers. And later on tonight, later on tonight, you got to the conclusion of the regular season, you got the Cal you got the Calgary Flames against the Vancouver Canucks just to finish up their season. And we got more playoff hockey going on tomorrow. But listen, playoff hockey is back. It's fantastic. It's the best the city's ever seen. And honestly, I love every second of it. So very happy about that. Give give the people something you like what the Islanders did today and give us something that you think they need to improve on going forward. Well, well I love what the Islanders did today is I love their third line with Paul Mary and Pajot and I love the fact that they were they were the catalyst for them to eke out this win. Pittsburgh kept coming. Pittsburgh kept coming. That Crosby line with them and Malkin, they just they couldn't stop it, but... I like the fact that, like, Sorokin played well. I thought the third line played well. I thought Leo Komarov's defense was really, played really, really sensational. Um, I thought that was really good. What I don't like is the fact that their defensive pairing, whether it's Levy and Dobson, whether it's Andy Green and Mayfield, their defensive pairing was terrible. And they did not play. They did not really help out their goaltender. He didn't, have, he didn't need to make that many saves. But give credit to Sorokin for stepping up. But I think they need to fix their defense. And I think we need to see more from Matt Barzell. I mean, he was really quiet. And if you're a superstar, this is where superstars make their money. I need to see Barzell step up in the postseason. And that's that's what I'm accustomed to. I need to see Barzell step up. And a quick update, Tampa Bay just tied it, tied it up at 4-4, seven minutes left to go. We could have our fourth Stanley Cup game going into overtime. But anyways, that's what the Islanders really need to work on. So those are the two things. Awesome. And, as, and as Chance the Rapper says? Yep. Let's, let's do that hockey. There and, go. Uh, and also, to um, the Hall of Fame class was fantastic. And I just want to say, Vanessa Bryant is the most strongest woman ever. And her, and I know you saw some of that Hall of Fame speech. That was chills, man. And it was just fantastic. Um, and also, the Hall of Fame class, especially the 2020 class, especially with Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. I know we talked about it all year, but fantastic speeches all around. And also, big shout out. To the M to the voice of the NBA, 
Mike Breen win the Kurt Dowdy Award. He, like, for, for being a, for growing up a Knicks fan, being the voice of the NBA, he won't admit it, but he is the voice of the NBA. And also, Marv Albert is retiring from NBA play-by-play commenting after the playoffs. So we are no longer going to hear Marv Albert on TNT anymore. So that's all we're going to leave with. And let's be honest, that's the real voice of the NBA. When you think of NBA announcing, Mike Mike Breen is good, but Marv Albert is 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 special, man. That's that's like your that's like Vince Scully level right there. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, I'm listen. His son Kenny is doing fantastic. I mean, Kenny's pretty good. I mean, he calls Ranger games, he calls football games, so he's pretty good. But Marv is special, man. He is special, and he will be missed. Marv, have a great retirement. I mean, you are on Vince Scully levels. You are fantastic. Um, enjoy retirement, man. There, there won't be another voice like that. So, and that's all the time we got today. Fuck.